this is story time, like no doubt, no fast. And the intro is called by Alyssa Young. It is story time in the Young household, and this is the Ninja Bread Man by Fabiano Fiorin and Katerina Charman. In a terrific twist on the original tale of the gingerbread man, follow the amazing gingerbread man as he dips and dives out of danger. Once upon a time, in a small house in the forest, a lonely old man decided to make himself a friend. So he baked a gingerbread man, a gingerbread ninja, a gingerbread man. But when the ninja bread man turned golden brown, he jumped up and ran out the door. Stop, yelled the old man, chasing after him. But the ninja bread man kept running and shouting, Kapow! Hiya! And Shazam! You can't catch me. I'm the ninja bread man. Along the path, A hungry pig was sniffing for acorns beneath the mud. He saw the delicious ninja bread man and shouted, Stop! I want to eat you! The ninja bread man twisted out of the way, singing, Kapow! Hiya! Shazam! You can't catch me, I'm the ninja bread man! At the edge of the forest, A herd of cows grazed in a field. One of them spotted the yummy ninja bread man and squeezed through the fence. Stop! I want to eat you, the cow cried. The ninja bread man rolled right over the cow's back. Kapow! Hi-ya! And shazam! You can't catch me. I'm the ninja bread man. Farther down the hill, a flock of chicks pecked at the ground, looking for grain. One by one, they smelled the ninja bread man as he whirled and twirled toward them. Stop! We want to eat you! They rushed toward him with their hungry beaks wide open. But the ninja bread man backflipped over them. Kapow! Hi-ya! And shazam! You can't catch me, I'm the ninja bread man. <laughs> he chuckled. Then he reached a deep, wide river, and he searched for a way to get across without getting soggy. A crafty fox was watching. I'll help you cross the river, he said. Just climb onto my back. Stop, yelled the old man, who had finally caught up. I can teach you to jump this river in one single bound. The ninja bread man laughed. Ha ha, I don't need help from anyone. I'm the ninja bread man. He took a flying leap, but missed the bank, landing on a drooping tree branch. To his surprise, the old man leaped across the water, grabbing the ninja bread man's arm and taking him safely to the other side. Wow, gasped the ninja bread man. Can you teach me those moves? The old man nodded. 
Soon, the gingerbread man was the star of ninja school. He learned how to jump across rivers and avoid hungry foxes. The end. Cinderella's Big Foot by Laura North. Illustrated by Martin Remfrey. Cinderella meets the prince. But Cinderella does not behave like a princess at all. The fairy godmother must teach her a lesson. Once upon a time, Cinderella lived with her two evil stepsisters. They made her wear rags and clean the kitchen all day long. Scrub those pots, said one sister. Clean up this mess, ordered the other. One day, a gold invitation to the royal ball came. Cinderella, you will stay here and clean while we meet the prince, laughed the evil stepsisters. I wish I could go to the ball, sobbed Cinderella. Suddenly, a woman with wings appeared in a puff of smoke. I'm your fairy godmother. Poor Cinderella. You will go to the ball, she said kindly. She tapped her wand three times, and Cinderella's dirty rags became a beautiful white dress. Her shoes sparkled with diamonds. Cinderella rushed off to the ball without thanking her fairy godmother. She had one thing on her mind, the prince. The prince will fall in love with me because I'm so beautiful, boasted Cinderella. All the girls wanted to meet the prince. Cinderella pushed them aside. He's mine, she yelled. The handsome prince saw Cinderella stomp on one girl's toes and pull another girl's hair. But the prince fell in love with her anyway. She didn't let anyone else near him. They danced together all night. Then, as the clock struck midnight, Cinderella's lovely white dress turned back into rags. She ran away in shame. She was in such a hurry that one of her shoes fell off as she ran. The next day, there was a loud knock at Cinderella's door. It was the prince. My true love lost her shoe, he declared. I will marry the girl whose foot fits it. Get out of my way, said Cinderella, pushing past her stepsisters. She moved her tiny foot toward the shoe. Suddenly, there was a bang and a big puff of smoke. The fairy godmother was back. Cinderella, she said, you are as mean as your stepsisters. You don't deserve to marry the prince. The fairy godmother tapped her magic wand three times. Cinderella's foot grew and grew and grew. Now her foot was too big for the shoe. You've gotten too big for your boots, laughed her stepsisters. Oh, fairy godmother, I know I've been bad, wept Cinderella. If you shrink my foot back, I'll never be horrible again. Very well, the godmother replied. If you promise to be kind, even to your stepsisters. A week later, 
There was a royal wedding. Cinderella kept her word. She invited her stepsisters and even let them be her bridesmaids. But they were just as rude and horrible as before. The end. Little Bad Riding Hood by Julia Jarman Illustrated by Jane Cope Can Little Bad Riding Hood get to Granny's house without eating the basket of cakes to herself? <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a naughty girl named Little Bad Riding Hood. One day, her mother said, Take these cakes to your granny, dear, and try to be good. Go straight there and don't speak to any strangers. Little Bad Riding Hood set off on the path, but soon wandered off the path and met a tall, gray stranger. Mmm, cakes, said the wolf. They look delicious. Hands off, they're for my granny said Little Bad Riding Hood, trying to be good. But she won't miss one, will she, said the wolf. Suddenly he heard a noise and ran off. Little Bad Riding Hood walked on, but thought about the wolf's words. Mmm, they look delicious. She ate one little cake, then another and another. Oh, crumbs, cried Little Bad Riding Hood after she had eaten all the cakes. Now what can I give Granny? She looked around and put stones in her basket instead. <sighs> Perhaps Granny won't notice, she thought, and hurried on. Meanwhile, at Granny's cottage, the wolf was busy. He tied Granny up and hid her. He put on her nightcap. He jumped into her bed. He made up a tasty menu. First, cakes. Second, Granny. Third, little bad riding hood because she didn't share the cakes. At last, there was a knock on the door. Granny! May I come in? called Little Bad Riding Hood. Yes, my dear, the wolf replied, pretending to be Granny. Oh, Granny, said Little Bad Riding Hood, you look very ill. What big eyes you've got. All the better to see you with, said the wolf. Now give me. But Granny, said Little Bad Riding Hood, you look terrible. What big nose you've got. All the better to smell you with, said the wolf. Now give me the cakes. But Granny, said Little Bear Riding Hood, what a big mouth you've got. All the better to eat you with, said the wolf. Take them, said Little Bear Riding Hood. But you won't like them. The wolf grabbed the basket and started to eat. Crack, went his teeth as they crunched on the stones. Owsher, cried the wolf as his teeth fell out. He ran away, toothless. 
Well done, little bad riding hood, said Granny. The wolf won't be eating anyone for a while. But why are you bringing me that basket of stones? As Granny looked around, little bad riding hood was already running out the door. <laughs> the end. All of these stories have been brought to you by Epic. Uh, you can, yes, by Epic Free. You can upgrade to Epic Unlimited for $5.99 a month for the back-to-school annual plan, which is pretty awesome. Or you can play the monthly $9.99. Uh, that $5.99 is sounding pretty good, but you can also access the free one for free and get two hours of reading every day. We have Epic Free, and we are enjoying all of the free stories. So once we run out of free stories, then we'll see what Unlimited has, because it has access to over 40,000 books, videos, and audiobooks. So there is definitely something for everyone to see, hear, or read. Again, check out Epic, getepic.com, and check out Epic Stories. Go ahead. Okay. A woman, a pregnant woman, and her young daughter, about five years old, walk into a restaurant because the, it's the little girl. It's about to be the little girl's birthday in, in the next couple of days, but they're on a road trip. So she decides to go have a cake and tea with her daughter in the in the restaurant. So they grab their trays, they put some cakes on their trays, and they're going over, and you know, her daughter wants apple juice instead of tea. So while she's in the fridge trying to get the tea, some other woman comes over there, and you hear the daughter yell and then starts crying. When you turn around, the little girl is falling on the ground, and the woman just took the tray along with the cake. The cake fell on the floor, the girl fell on the floor. The woman takes the tray. You really shouldn't let little kids play with trays unattended. They can get hurt. Look at what happened. You should be ashamed of yourself. I says, bitch. The mom goes to console her daughter, trying to figure out. And then the mom, I mean, the entitled, the Karen said, what did she say? You really should be more careful or something like that. And the mom flew off the handle of her. Who the hell do you think you are? Now she's pregnant, so she's mad, but she's crying at the same time. So another woman who was in the restaurant the whole time, big swole ass woman, came over there, grabbed the entitled woman, put her on the counter, wrapped her hand around her back while the entitled woman is, why are you doing this to me? It hurts. You should be more careful. They called the police. The police end up getting involved. Because the woman is visibly crying and she knows her daughter, her and her daughter, bruised easy as hell. So that little fall her daughter took when the, the, the police called the ambulance, they went to the, doc the hospital to get checked out. The doctor clearly said the same thing. Yeah, she's going to be bruised for a couple of days. The police need her statement. And they told her, along with the video evidence and everything else, the witnesses that was in there, they really didn't need her, but they wanted her statement anyway. And they would contact her if they needed her to come into court. She grabbed an empty tray. She grabbed an empty That's tray. That's what she said. She said, I did nothing wrong. I grabbed an empty tray. It's not my fault that the little girl is not supposed to be holding these trays. She had a cake on the tray. She was being as careful as she could. I bet she was.
little kid with a cake on the plate on the tray? Come on, man. Both of the trays was on the counter together. The mom was helping the daughter slide it down. And then she felt confident that her daughter wasn't going to move it no more when she went to go grab the The tea. Hell no. Now, it's all of these people that want to go to artists and have them commission them something for no money. You will not get paid for this. Well, then, no, I'm not going to do it. You're an artist. That's not even a real job. It's only going to take you five minutes to do what I want so you can do it free of charge. I don't even do things for family free of charge. Everybody that wants my work, they have to pay. Well, your shit's not good anyway. I was only coming to you because I thought I'd give you an upstart. I have over 100 followers on my Twitter, and I was going to give you so many with so many good reputation, whatever, whatever it's called. Reputable points, reputable followers, and shit like that. It's like, yeah, I really need your hundred followers. I have over five thousand on my page. Treat yeah, but life. your five thousand isn't my hundred. My hundred are some of the most influential people in the world. It says most of them are stay-at-home moms. <laughs>